Good morning, dear. The woman I didn't know smiled as she entered the room. I looked around and realized with horror that I didn't recognize anything around me. Not these walls or the man and woman who were looking at me with excitement. Hi, I'm Rosa. Have you ever felt like you are not living your own life? About a month ago, I woke up in a strange house. I couldn't remember anything about myself. What is my name? Where am I? Who is this couple, a man and a woman, claiming that I am their daughter? Honey, what's wrong with you? Don't you remember us at all? I shook my head in the negative, and tears came to the woman's eyes. The man put his arms around her shoulders. I... what's my name? Oh my god! The woman burst into tears. What happened? Is this what happened after that fight? It seems so, my love. The stranger nodded. But don't worry, I'm sure everything will be all right. He turned to me. Your name is Lydia. We are your parents. You recently came home all bruised and scarred and passed out as soon as you stepped through the door. We called the doctor right away and he treated the wounds, but he had no idea you had lost your memory. What makes you think it was a fight? If I blacked out immediately, there was no way I could have had time to tell you what happened. Like anyone in a situation like that, I was very wary of anything they said. The man rubbed the bridge of his nose before answering. We ran outside to find out who had done this to you. Not far from the house, we met an old man who saw you running away from a group of boys. I tried to remember something, but I got dizzy, and I almost knocked over a cup of tea, which a woman carefully handed me. The stranger helped me to lie down comfortably. You need to rest, Lydia. Let's talk later. When they left me alone in bed, I couldn't sleep for a long time. I tossed and turned from side to side and replayed the conversation with my parents over and over in my head. Finally, I got up and staggered to the window. No matter how hard I tried, nothing came back to me. A short walk around the room took the last bit of my strength, and after returning to bed, I finally fell soundly asleep. In the morning, the doctor came in. He examined me and said that I was a strong girl and was making a fast recovery. Doctor, can you tell me why she lost her memory? What should we do about it? My father pressed me affectionately against him. The doctor just held up his hands. I'm sorry, that's out of my expertise. Mom cried again, and the doctor rushed to comfort her. It is quite possible that the memory will gradually return. Let Lydia spend some time in the places that are familiar to her. At this point, it seemed to me mom and dad exchanged ironic smirks. Maybe I was exaggerating, though. I preferred to forget about it. My parents wouldn't let me go to school. My father was genuinely outraged. How can I let you go to school when you're still so weak? And then there are these memory problems. My parents decided that I should be homeschooled for the time being. A tutor came to me in the mornings, and with his help, I started to remember the school curriculum. When classes were over, my mom and I would make lunch in time for Dad to come home. Dad would come over, we would have lunch together, and then go for a short walk. Unfortunately, I wasn't allowed to walk alone, and we didn't usually go far from home. You can see we can't let you go alone. You are not strong enough yet, my mother explained. And even though I was already feeling fine, I didn't argue because I knew it was useless. In the evening, we all sat around the fireplace and did our own things. Dad took a nap, my mother read or drew, and I did my homework for the next day. In time, I began to get used to this life, though I still couldn't remember anything from my past. It bothered me a lot and seemed to bother me even more than my parents. It's as if someone had taken and deleted all the files related to my past. 
One evening, as we gathered in the living room, my mother asked me to hand her a pair of scissors. Without thinking, I reached into the right-hand desk drawer, and when I opened it, I didn't find any scissors. They're in the pen and pencil holder, where they always are, my mother reminded me. That moment seemed very strange. And why was I so sure that the scissors were in the right-hand drawer of the desk? One night, I took advantage of the fact that my parents had gone shopping and sneaked out into the street. (laughs) How cool it was to just run around. My parents were so worried about my health that they made me walk slowly and only next to them. And now I was so happy. I ran around the park until I was completely exhausted. As I sat down on the bench, I noticed that some girl was watching me. I smiled in a friendly way, and she came over to meet me. Hi, my name is Amanda. I haven't seen you here before. Have you moved here recently? I honestly answered that I didn't know how long I'd lived here, since I had lost my memory after an accident. The girl was very surprised. Then I also told her about my doubts about my parents, because I had no one to share them with at all. Why not ask them for your birth certificate? (laughs) Ha! Why hadn't it occurred to me before? When my parents came home a few hours later, I came up to them with determination. Mom, Dad, where's my birth certificate? The woman was clearly surprised. Honey, what do you need it for? For some reason, I could not think of a convincing answer to this question, so I had to tell the truth. You see, Mom, I don't remember anything. I just want to make sure that all of this is real. Okay, I'll show it to you when I'm done with work. Mom agreed so eagerly that I instantly believed her. However, she never found time for my request that day. And not the next day, either. And after that, she tried to avoid the subject altogether. Lydia, the teacher will be here soon. You'd better review your homework. Can you make lunch today? I urgently have to run some errands. Hello, dear. Your father and I are going to be late today. Don't leave the house. And a dozen other reasons. Just not to show me the document. Of course, I didn't listen to my parents, and I went outside as soon as I was alone. Honestly, I started going out a lot, breaking my parents' orders. Amanda lived in a house near the park, so whenever she saw me out the window, she would go outside right away. She and I quickly became friends. Our favorite thing to do was to go for walks and talk endlessly about everything and nothing. Sometimes we would even go to a cozy cafe on a street corner and have tea. Today, Amanda ran out to me and gave me a big hug. How are you? Did you ask your parents to show you the certificate? I did. My mother promised to show it to me, but she didn't have time. My friend did not have time to answer. We were suddenly knocked down by a little girl. Her worried mother immediately ran up to us. Rose, be careful. Look around. Look, you knocked down a girl. Apologize immediately. I, I'm sorry. The girl mumbled as she got up and cleaned off her dress. Mom and her daughter left, and I was still sitting on the pavement, totally confused. Amanda crouched beside me and looked anxiously into my eyes. Is everything okay? Yes, It's just that for some reason, the name of that girl seemed very familiar to me. Like, it was my name. But your name is Lydia, right? I nodded. That's what's so strange about it. When someone calls me by that name, I don't immediately realize they're talking to me. Amanda and I went to our favorite cafe to talk things over quietly. My friend suggested we look it up on the internet. She said I must have had a page on social network sites. The girl typed into the search the name Rosa the name of our city, and the approximate age. (laughs) It was not very helpful. The search resulted in a lot of girls with similar names, and we had to look through a lot of accounts. But suddenly, we found what we were looking for. I saw my photo. There was no mistake. I was stunned to the core. Who was I then? 
And who are these people who called themselves my parents? That evening, as my parents and I sat down for dinner, I tried to start a conversation about my childhood. Mom, why don't you tell me what kind of kid I was? The woman flinched, as if she had been expecting this question. What kind of child were you? She laughed <laughs> nervously. Just like everyone else. Noisy, active. See the scratches on the cabinet? You're the one who decided to test your combat skills on it. I asked her to tell me everything she remembered about me. Each new story was getting more and more difficult for her to tell, and she often got confused. Then my father would come to the rescue. Yeah, you once stole a bar of chocolate and ate it by yourself. But Dad, I don't like chocolate. I'm allergic to it. I just had a bite and still have a runny nose, I objected. With every word they said, I became more and more convinced that something was wrong. These weren't my parents. They were strangers, making up stories as they went along. Well, my dear, your allergies came later. After dinner and this conversation, I went back to my room. What am I going to do? I can't let them find out that I had figured it all out. Then they would definitely lock me in the house for the rest of my life. I was terrified. Why would these people even pretend to be my parents? I asked Dad for the phone so I could keep looking for information, but he wouldn't even listen. No, Lydia, not yet. The doctor said that gadgets can harm you. We'll have to wait until you're fully recovered. But Daddy, I'm perfectly healthy, I exclaimed. Unfortunately, he just took me to my room and told me to do something useful. Well, I thought to myself, if that's the way you want it, sure. After waiting until evening, I climbed out the window and hurried to my friend's house. I walked around the house trying to figure out the window of her room and almost woke up their dog. Finally, I saw Amanda. When I knocked on the window, my friend immediately let me in. I told her about our conversation with the pseudo-parents. And Amanda made a genius suggestion. Why don't we go to the police station tomorrow? That's a great idea! In the meantime, I headed back home before the strangers noticed my absence. As soon as I climbed into my room, I carelessly put my foot over the desk and dropped the cup that was on it. Mom and Dad ran into the room right away, hearing a strange noise. Fortunately, I was already inside and quickly came up with an excuse. I was getting stuffy, so I opened the window. I was very lucky, and they didn't suspect a thing. The next day, I secretly met Amanda again, and we went to the police. That's where I finally found out the truth. It turned out that the city police had been looking for a girl named Rosa, kidnapped under strange circumstances for a month. My real parents were immediately called to the station, and the kidnappers were arrested. These strange people turned out to be a childless couple who spotted me while walking and decided to make me their child. <laughs> Not the healthiest decision. Now I'm back in my real home and slowly remembering my past. When I was kidnapped, my pseudo-parents injected me with some powerful drug that caused a total loss of memory. But I'm getting better now. Amanda is still my best friend. Now we can go out as much as we want, and we're trying to forget about this horrible story.